0: It's Magnum Podcast. I'm Jason Snell, and here with me, as always, David J. Lohr and Philip Michaels. Hi, guys. Howdy.
1: Yes. um, Virginia is for lovers. uh, (laughs) So sorry to hear about Thomas Magnum's grandfather, who I assume was 143 (laughs) years old. I've always had a weird... uh, Maybe it's because the show aired when I was a kid, and everyone who is not your age is fantastically older, but the fact that Magnum, who, I don't know what he is, is supposed to be in his 30s, in his 40s, that, that, that he has a living grandfather. Yeah, um, I know, right? D- d- well, what? <laughs> or There's a an episode
2: titled 40 where he turns 40, where apparently he should really be 41, according to the show. Mm-hmm. But then his <sighs> high school reunion thing is playing music from the 50s. Yeah, which- All right. I have,
0: a, I have no. a lot of thoughts here, but let me explain. We're watching season six, episode seven, going home, an episode in which it's the only Magnum PI episode where Higgins, Rick, and TC do not appear. It is set entirely in Virginia in Magnum's hometown where he is going for his grandfather's funeral. If you're like me and you read the Magnum Mania page episode, where, where they explain that they did shoot this in Hawaii with all the other episodes, other than the one scene at the <laughs> Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C. at the very end, you spend the entire episode looking for the hidden palm trees in the background or the trucks that they parked in front of the things that you can't see because you would know that the jig was up and they were in Hawaii but this (laughs) is the episode that that is all about Magnum going back to Tidewater Virginia to his home to his mom to his stepdad to his friends uh and his cousin and there is a mystery to be solved but is a very low low stakes mystery <laughs> yeah, and it's all about it and, and it's it's a kind of episode that happens 6 seasons into a TV show where you've got 20 episodes a year and so you you say what if we could see a little bit about Magnum's family that's what this episode is um uh, and and so um uh, and also not very well known um i was thinking as i was watching the scenes where they're standing around in the kitchen basically strikes me as the backdoor pilot for a whole like magnum based sitcom involving i don't know joe regal buto will be involved in some way uh there's several moments where i thought like wait a second am i watching the magnum pi sitcom right now and then it would move on but like all those brightly lit kitchen scenes uh reminded me of that this is a real change of pace episode it's unlike any other magnum pi episode that you'll see uh and uh um but you know there is also a mystery. It is the mystery of the missing Abraham Lincoln letter. Yes. So that's that, that so, it, so, solves so, it. so, it's
1: that's fine. Yeah, eventually. And it turns out it's a rotten little kid who took it. But <laughs> yep. it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and you always suspect the children. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so just the 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 the, the nine hundred degree view of the uh, of the plot. Magnum is back in Virginia. His grandfather. What? Wait. Well, hold on. Hold on. Nine
0: d- hundred degree. Did you spin around almost
1: three yes. times? Yes. I, oven... I, I kept spinning it's around a very until hot I oven. fell over sick. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I threw this episode into a kiln, <laughs> so that it would become nice and okay. flaky. No, no it's or, a lovely vase. So the, the 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 Magnum is back for the the, the funeral of his 148 year old grandfather. <laughs> yep, yeah, Civil was, War veteran passed grandfather away, passed away tragically. I guess who
2: knew Lincoln?
1: <laughs> no, I, I think the letter was from grandfather's grandfather or some such thing. Or uh, anywho. Um, I think from previous episodes we do know that Magnum's dad has been dead for quite some time that he died like I think in the Korean War. I seem to rem- yeah. remember that from the the home from the Sea episode that begins season four um and what we may not have known is that um Magnum has a stepfather and their relationship is frosty mm-hmm. and Uh, So much of the uh, uh, funeral stuff is basically Magnum shooting daggers at his stepfather, Magnum's mother saying, please, Magnum, just give it a try. (laughs) Uh, Magnum's cousin is there with her with her uh, stinky little kid Uh, because Magnum (laughs) apparently hasn't been back to wherever the hell this is. Virginia. Virginia. Tidewater, Virginia, like all of his high school classmates who apparently either haven't left town or decided to come back because Magnum's back in town. (laughs) So let's have ourselves a class reunion, impromptu class reunion where we'll play songs that are tragically uh, outdated from when we would have actually been in high school. Yes. Um, I want to stop
0: you there just to say uh, as I feel like as an adult, as somebody who's almost 50 years old, I... I understand what I was watching now, which is you're a an older writer or producer and mm-hmm. you have a vision of what the past is like. And even though your characters are younger, I had this moment while watching this episode. Even though your characters are younger, you make all the nostalgia about you and not right. about oh, them. Okay, sure. Because, sure, sure. because that was that was no, the problem with how I met your mother. Right? Because there's no way that Thomas Magnum is loving the Duke of Earl, the Duke of Earl. There no. is no. He was a Vietnam veteran. There is no yep. way that they're reminiscing about the Duke of Earl. My mother
1: He was, he was singing "Ballad of the Green Beret." My obviously. mother,
0: born in 1939, was a child of the early days of rock and roll. There is no way yeah. that a that Thomas Magnum, who fought in Vietnam, but that's what. Uh, and it just it should, struck he me. He should be Beatles and it monkeys me, and Stones. The, but the writers, the writers are in there you know 40s 50s 60s and they have affinity for the 50s and they're and the audience has affinity for the 50s and the 60s stuff is going to be a little too edgy so everything all, there's a lot of time dilation in this episode is what i'm trying to say the grandfather seems kind of unlikely magnum seems unlikely this seems like something should have
2: been set in the 60s maybe yes. the 70s I, not well 1986 as soon as it started up when, when he gets to the high school thing, and it's like, oh, enchantment under the sea. They're going to save Marty. Yeah. Hey, you, and <laughs> take your it's... damn hands off her. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm like, and, <laughs> and, and as soon as all I remembered from the episode, you know, the first thing I saw when when it was like, oh, going home. Oh, yeah, Duke of Earl. And why? Why does that stick in my head 34 years? But this time I'm like, Oh, I bet that was Don Belisario's yep, 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 song. Yep, 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 yep. Gotta be.
1: Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin Berry. <laughs> you, know that, you know that disastrous land policy in Asia that you were looking for?
0: Anyway, I'm sorry well, to interrupt. I found it! Sorry to interrupt, Phil, but I just, I wanted to, I, I had that moment of <laughs> yeah, crystal no, no, clarity
1: oh, that, no, um... No, perfect. Uh, no, that, you've actually added to this podcast, so, well done you. Thank you. You're allowed to stay on. All right, great. Um... Anyhow, you mentioned the mystery, and the mystery is, is this: uh, Magnum's grandfather apparently had a letter from Lincoln, either as we were saying, probably Personally sent written to,
0: to him, yes, probably, yes, and maybe. Which his grandfather. you know
1: maybe me put me in mind of uh, the hateful eight, which where a letter from Lincoln oh. figures heavily into into the plot. But that that's neither here nor there. Quentin's a Magnum fan, yeah. Uh, uh, Magnum's <laughs> grandfather wants him to have it. That was his. That was his final request. Uh oh, the letter's missing and suddenly Magnum's father in law has spent stupid money buying a new plane for his uh for his package delivery service. Uh and yeah. Magnum suspects that the letter was stolen and by the uh, evil stepfather. By the evil and stepfather, played by the big Lebowski himself, David David Huddleston. Yeah, he's and, been and so many. He spins like, he most Hey It's That Guy of Hey It's That Guy's David Huddleston. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he yep.
2: spends the whole first half of the show just yelling at people and being a he, jerk to no, everybody. No, he is the
1: worst person in the world. Yeah. Oh, the, my the, God. He, he terrorizes the little kid. The little kid
2: is the worst part, yeah. right? Where
1: he's like, well, you're yeah. going to be in the Navy, so you're going
0: to
2: fly right I'm gonna, here, you jerk. I'm going right. to punch you a lot. You have to beat ah, me up. No and it's like, no, me. I'm an old
1: man boxing gloves. <laughs> Put him up. Let me go. Let me go. I kept waiting for David Huddleston to look at Magnum and go, the bomb's lost, (laughs) Zabowski! Your revolution is
0: over! (laughs) And he is, I mean, the (sighs) the episode leans hard into him being a 'er ne'er-do-well, like, right down to the point of, like, you know, it doesn't even deny, and Magnum's mother doesn't even deny that, like... Uh, Magnum comes to her and is like he's spending all sorts of money of your money in these horrible ways and not even telling you doesn't that bother you and her response is like I don't know what to tell you Thomas it's community property like well, really <laughs> That's your answer, is that yeah, it's his is, money, too? But it's like, but he's, he's spending husband. it inadvisedly on airplanes. Don't do it. But she's like, this whatever. Virginia in
1: the 1980s. I have no legal rights, Thomas, yeah. as a woman.
0: Although I do appreciate the, t- the turn there, which is we're kind of seeing this through Thomas's eyes. And although yeah. Frank, David Huddleston's character, seems awful to us, what what mom says is, that she appreciates him, and you know that that you know she lost her husband, she remarried. Um, her kids didn't really appreciate her new husband, but that they work together, and that she, he's important to her. And I think that that's how I chose to view it as as the episode went on. Is that he's not as awful as he seems? We really are seeing this totally skewed from Thomas's perspective as the kid who doesn't like his stepdad, and the mom keeps saying yeah. you are you are not treating him fairly. Because you resent him, and um, that—I mean—that's really, I think, the only reasonable way to read it. Because otherwise, it's like, "Mom, why are you? Why are you with this guy? He's a
2: schmuck." Well, why and, <laughs> like, and throughout, they—they they build up this person named Joey. We have no idea who Joey. I is. I,
1: I was going to ask about oh, man, this because Joey. Uh, I, the, Whoa, the, the Magnum! Magnum! <laughs> Mag- <laughs> How you <Wow>. doing? <laughs> <laughs> Magnum backstory is to me one of the least interesting parts of magnum basically but <laughs> right. he, he leapt fully formed from donald p belisario's head as a as a washed out navy guy <laughs> yeah. and that's that's all i want to know about magnum and it turns out he had either a stepbrother because it was unclear whether joey was uh, uh an actual magnum or whether he uh, fr- uh frank brought him into the marriage by uh by yeah. marrying magnum's mom but apparently uh 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 Frank and Joey had a very abusive relationship, and Joey ended up uh, uh, running off to join join the the armed forces, and and didn't make it back from Vietnam. yeah, and died in Vietnam. Is, Vietnam. Is that? Right. And, and 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 I, I want to point th- th- out th- a nice bit oh. of uh,
0: notes here from our our friends at the Magnamania uh, mm-hmm. website, which is Joey never mentioned before, also never mentioned again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which kind of removes the poignancy of that scene where, yeah, where, yeah. and the long harboring har- harbored resentments that magnum has uh, yeah you know six season, part of this episode six seasons in the whole movies six seasons into magnum
0: pi to say oh by the way did you know that magnum had a half-brother who died in vietnam no well
1: he did i'll now you know it's never really speak of it again <laughs> Hates yeah, his that, father-in-law uh, or stepfather because of it. Uh, oh, we didn't like, mention he is a stepfather. I'm not, I'm not well, opposed.
0: He does. I'm not opposed to the concept. It's just awfully late in the game on one level yeah. for this. That's like yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think I I, but, I understand Magnum's personality knowing this information. I, not to say that it isn't having having the the Vietnam War be even more tragic for Magnum and his family than we understood is not a bad. I think not a bad approach, but like the way it's done here and the fact that it's so late, we've known him for so long at this point.
2: It's like, Mm. and and
0: then they never, it never is dealt with again. It's like, okay, I guess whatever. Like,
2: like I could head candidate with, um, just saying, okay, he's in Hawaii. He's clearly far away from where he grew up. We don't, we really don't know anything about his past. Uh, You know, it's nice to get to know his past. It's nice. It's nice that there are secrets, but yeah, just is it a tragedy is it ever, well, the tragedy of what happened to joey how is that never mentioned after, up to this point right yeah it doesn't it doesn't quite work and i more, like it as a plot in the abstract but even
0: more important than than the plight of a of a, a a sibling dying in the vietnam war i always am confused about the fact that thomas magnum wears a troy tigers hat but he's from virginia can you explain that to me?
1: I think they actually explained it once, and and yeah. I don't and I don't know. I I, I struggle to remember what it was, but it had something to do with basically the Washington Senators were garbage, and and he went to it like Tiger's game or or, or right. some such thing. Okay, I that's what I think, but uh, I right. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll be proven some, wrong. Some, that, sort no, of, it, some sort of a, ret, yeah. a
0: retcon anyway. But it, it is one of those, I, I of like, he's going home to that. Michigan, right? Nope, it's Virginia. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sure.
2: Mm-hmm. See, so, when I was young, I just assumed that the Tigers minor league team uh, was in Virginia. That made sense to me. I,
0: uh, but I don't so, know. oh, I mean, we mentioned Magnum's mom, played by uh, legendary Broadway actress Gwen Verdon, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I Broadway like her- film- I like her in yeah. this. I feel like, I I mean, I feel like a lot of the weight of the family plot is 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 borne by her. That she really does come across as being very frustrated that her son, like when they're when she's in scenes with Tom Selleck together, you definitely get the conspiratorial like. You know, we yeah. we know what's going on. It's just the two of us. And then other people get in and it's a little intrusive. It's almost like, like they have this little bubble where it's just the mother and the son and they really are connected. But I also do get in those scenes where she's very frustrated about his dislike of her husband. Um, I, I think she does bring a lot of good emotional weight to the fact that she's frustrated about this, that these two men that she loves... Don't get along at all, even though in the moment, watching that first half of this episode, you're like, Frank's a bum. Why? Why? Why are you with him? But again, I feel like that's the episode really leaning hard on us, trying to get us to dislike him so that he's a suspect in the case of the purloined
2: Lincoln letter. (laughs) And and see, now, one of the reasons I do like this episode, and, and again, it's just it's a nostalgia thing in a way, is that a lot of my family is in Virginia, that's that was like the ancestral home for me when I was a little kid. And my family structure was kind of like this, where it was like, yeah, there's a stepfather. And and there, you know, my mother and I had a very conspiratorial relationship like that. And it was just sort of like this. This all made sense to me that I've been in that house. Right. I've been in that family. And it was like, wow, Magnum's like that, too. And you know, so I can I can overlook some of the things that are just like ah, oh. um, and yeah, you know, I didn't, I just didn't mind that part, but I couldn't stand David Huddleston. I mean, he seems like a nice person himself, but I I couldn't stand Frank. Right, he yeah. does a really good job of making Frank an Detestable absolutely horrible person.
1: person.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And, I and. I, well, and and yep, you on. know, like the only time we had seen Magnum's mother before that was in the flashbacks in the Home from the Sea, mm-hmm. where she's played by Susan Blanchard, who's just you know she's a good actress, redheaded, and <laughs> so this was sort of a nice like, oh, hey, of course she'd turn into Gwen Verdon, yeah, oh. all right, and <laughs> all redheads you it, <laughs> it's right. It says a lot that they brought Gwen Verdon back like three or four more times. Never brought back Frank, no. No, david huddleston has to stay in virginia
0: which
1: yeah. which in but, a way is a shame because both david huddleston and um and um uh uh, uh john hillerman were in blazing saddles together that's right, that's so, right. so you, you could have had a a Johnson reunion.
2: No, you can't have two Blazing Saddles cast members in any episode of Magnum together because then everything t- is destroyed. Mm-hmm, that's true. Matter- that's why anti-matter. they couldn't
1: have Hillerman in this one. So we also yeah. have
0: uh, we also yeah. have Julie Cobb as Karen uh, Magnum's cousin, very close cousin, and of course Joe Regalbuto <laughs> of Murphy oh. Brown fame as mm-hmm. Magnum's old pal, where they do the high school reunion esque. Hey, Magnum's here. Let's have a party, kind of thing. And then he's hanging around in the other episodes and or other other scenes, and he's in that kitchen. And other episodes, I said this because again, I I spent a lot of time imagining
2: the Magnum PI uh, sitcom <laughs> that was shared sure. with Joe Regalbuto. Well, and they were, you know, she was largely a sitcom actress, and he was in, he was a sitcom guy right he was in all these failed sitcoms yeah, and this, through the 80s until murphy brown and
0: this episode is really trying hard to have it feel off format right so everything yeah. about it feels different it's not in hawaii even though they shot it in hawaii um and it's not it just isn't it isn't structured like a magnum pi episode it doesn't have any of the real kind of tropes of a magnum pi episode it's a it, it it's this different thing. It's a domestic thing. There's a little bit of a mystery, but it's really an emotional thing because, of course, the the kid, the kid stole the letter because the kid right. thinks that grandpa is going to come back because the kid has not been taught about death apparently. So leave it to <laughs> yes, Magna. P. I. I killed I killed the guy in cold blood. His name was Ivan. Let me tell you that story
2: and also give me that letter, <laughs> hey, kid. Hey Billy, Billy, <laughs> did you, did you see the sunrise? <laughs>
1: Yeah, the kid's a bit thick, which it I think been over uh, the also uh, Atlantic. Also, oh. but uh, oh boy, yeah,
0: yeah it's it's. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. I, I didn't <laughs> love this episode. <laughs> I, 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 it's really weird that it's off format. I think that one of the the I mentioned last time that the secret sauce of Magnum P.I. is getting the ensemble and having them all have stuff to do and having them kind of bounce off of each other. And of course, this is an episode without the ensemble. It is just Tom Selleck. And although that's... I totally understand why this is an interesting change of pace. It is... It is... uh, You're 100 episodes into a TV show. You're in season six. It's a change of pace. You get to do some character stuff. You get some different actors. I totally get it. And... It's not bad in those senses, but it also doesn't provide any of the things that really delight me about Magna P.I. as a TV show.
1: What, wouldn't it have been funny if they, they managed to work the other characters into this episode like <laughs> Larry Minetti shows up to investigate the Lincoln letter like at, at various auction houses or when they're at the airport waiting for Frank's plane to return uh, TC swoops in with his helicopter
0: I I, I hey, am surprised hey, Rick, there was a a B plot where he needed Rick and TC to look some information up about the Lincoln yeah, letter yeah, at in least Hawaii. a
1: desultory phone call back to Hawaii like hey guys I'm in a Real pickle here with my 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 stepfather and my my thick as a brick uh, cousin. Uh, I mean, it? you
2: you know, ice pick is deeply tied into the the historic letters auction yeah. circuit. Yeah, exactly. Instead of that no, lady, that's, that's that we, it turns we only out that learned ice that Dick six episodes, six seasons letter in. just
1: the other day.
0: Hmm. it did you know we did a little while ago we did the murder she wrote crossover this episode felt like a murder she wrote episode a little bit right (laughs) very much so (laughs) like the the moment where they go to the expert on historical letters and she talks about like she gives them a scrap of detail and i'm not sure the mystery the episode really has uh, its heart in the mystery i did find it charming that they try to have there be a case for magnum to solve in this episode just at all because Otherwise, it literally is just about people and their feelings, which I, I understand in an action-adventure show in 1985, they probably didn't want to do, but or at least not just do that. Um, so it's kind of charming that they add this kind of parlor mystery aspect to it, but it did make me think about Murder, She Wrote in the same way, where it's like- <laughs> Yes, it's
1: like Murder, She Wrote, only once again, they've kept Jessica Fletcher off camera yes. as long as possible. For as long as
0: the <laughs> entire episode, that's right. Je- and now She should have introduced it. As Jessica Fletcher- Joe Rigobuto.
1: <laughs> I mean, she I, runs I do in like at the end they... and says, "I would have been here earlier, but someone cut my brakes." And then she <laughs> stares accusingly at Magnum.
2: They uh, they, was... they do make a, a little nod to it, though, where it's like, you know, maybe maybe I have been looking at things like a PI too much. Maybe yeah. Maybe I'm. Maybe mm-hmm. there's nothing there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's you know, that's nice. Um, I. I do like the chemistry between him and Regal Budo, though.
0: Like I, I said, I I I mean I'm, I'm not charming. I'm not entirely kidding when I say the Magnum P.I. sitcom because like those it, it feels like a totally different show, but it's not oh, like, sure. It's not like the, the give and takes between those guys are bad. I kind of enjoyed no, no. it.
1: It's just no, weird. It's, <laughs> Joe Regal Budo has never been uh better. Yeah, maybe I, I... <laughs> A little bit. As Don um, Eddie Rice. The crime boss of Tidewater. Okay, Don, Don Eddie. Eddie uh, bring you my son. <laughs> Don't call and, him Don
0: Eddie. Use his his mob name. Duke. 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 Oh, oh, Duke. Duke. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. oh, Duke. Considering-
2: as I walk through this
1: house. <laughs>
2: Considering Gwen Verdon is Magnum's mom, yep. does that mean we can get Michelle Williams to be new Magnum's mom?
1: Ah, very good. Uh, mm.
2: Uh, mm. I assume that it
1: means Bob Fosse was shot down over Korea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if only.
1: Oh, man. Uh, um, so, the...
0: But, but,
2: go ahead. Well, I was going to say, the, the last scene. Yes, we're both going to th- talk Whatever else has come before whatever we feel about whatever has come before Uh, and even though all the insert shots looking at his face are clearly shot in hawaii because of the sky yep uh there is no angle in dc that looks like that um but that last sequence where they they flew him out to dc and they go to the vietnam memorial yeah and that hit me hard at the time and Man, and, it hit me harder today. And it's just a couple of years after they opened yeah. Vietnam Veterans yeah, yeah. Memorial. I oh, was, was brand a big, new, big
0: deal at the time. And and to see yeah. it, and to have him there, and to see that they went to the trouble of having like it's he's really there as opposed to the rest of the Virginia stuff, right? Um, yeah, I, I was very they impressed with pretty that. Well, for a show, we've talked about this before. For a show that really is, as Antony pointed out, like Antony didn't even know what Vietnam was until he watched Magnum P.I., right? And so I think for a lot of us who were young and did not remember the Vietnam War, Magnum P.I. was the show that we watched as kids, and then we realized this was a guy who had been affected by this historic event that we really didn't know a lot about. So for them to take Thomas Magnum and take him to the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C., and have him, you know, honor his... (laughs) half-brother we never heard of before or again, but still, <laughs> be that as it may, it, was, it is a it is a, an important moment, I think, not just like in network television and having one of these first characters to really be about, you know, about the Vietnam War and be a Vietnam veteran, but for following Magnum and knowing his history, uh, yeah, I think it's very
2: powerful and I'm really glad they yeah. did it and it, it is the and most notable thing in this episode for sure. The, the last season of China Beach is essentially that scene expanded over a season, <laughs> right? Wow! It's and I love. I don't get me wrong. It's a that's a lot my of favorite shot, season of China shot in Beach. Hawaii of people who are supposed <laughs> to be
1: in DC. China G-C. Beach had its moments, but yeah, and, no, and, and um, at the time, the 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 Vietnam Memorial was not a universally loved memorial. It's true,
2: that's um, right. That's right. Quite
1: quite quite a controversial, controversial. memorial For in sure. its day.
2: For sure, and. You know, now another reason it hit me hard at the time was that I had always been told that my real father had died in Vietnam, so I was well aware what Vietnam was by then, and it was just like, "Oh my God, he's there!" Because yeah. I cause I figured, yeah, they shot the whole thing in Hawaii; they're they're not going to show you DC. Oh my God, he's in DC. Yeah, yeah, it's a um, it's a great moment, and and I had now this this is you know again thinking with TV brain at the time. At the time, I was like, "Did they name him Joey Peterson because they found a Joey Peterson on the wall, or did they mm. make a fake wall think, for him to touch?" I, they I hope f- they made a f- fake, fake wall.
1: Fake, they made a fake wall. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. The 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 the, the, the yeah, not not to, not to nerd out on you, but that's quite a different font from what they use. Yes, on the, on <laughs> it that. is. It is. And the, and the reason I know this, my my daughter attends a school named after Helen, the architect of the Vietnam.
2: Ah very nice
0: yeah it's it is a by the way beautiful memorial and people should see it. it is quite striking and i i think one mm-hmm. of the brilliant things about it is that it is not like any other memorial that you will see in washington dc for sure and that it is i i think and i think this is why it was controversial maybe this is not a not a a, a an insightful comment but it is truly a memorial to the dead who perished mm-hmm. in the war whereas so yeah. many other war memorials are really memorials to the glory of the fact that a war was fought and the Vietnam yep. Veterans Memorial is not it is they a are, it is a portrait of the cost of war and it's a beautiful mm-hmm. it's a yeah. bu- really beautiful thing i highly recommend it if you have not been to it in DC
2: it is uh, sobering and impressive yeah they're they're all triumphant and ah, right. war and you, you go through this and, and plinth, it is
0: you so,
1: are yeah. you are yeah. descending descending into into, down into the underworld this black, yeah yeah Korean War Memorial is also quite good yeah yeah while uh, well, yeah. while we're talking memorials and yeah. our memorial well, podcast I know I know that you've
0: been, you've been to DC a lot because your wife is from uh, Virginia but yep. uh the yep. uh the I thought, I think the Roosevelt Memorial is actually pretty good too Mm-hmm.
2: It, is. It, but it is it's more surprised. modern
0: again it's more modern and it's more a little thoughtful about like the context of it all so yeah good talk I'm glad we're here yeah. we're, there's a memorial beat here <laughs> on this podcast, it's, uh, we're checking in about memorials, various memorials, it's, various places. This is the monuments men on <laughs> the, the internet. That's right, you know <laughs> Trafalgar Square. You know, there's the the big <laughs> column, and is he up there at the top? I don't even know. You know he could yeah, be. who knows? Who could there's lions though. So.
1: It's, it's actually Benny Hill up there. No actually, one knows that
0: and, and that is a great segue. Before we go, mm-hmm. to say that I think the next thing we need to do as a podcast is also take a trip to London.
1: So we're previewing Ooh. future episodes. That's right. The, it's a rare in instance where we've planned
0: ahead enough that we know the next wow. episode is about Magnum going to London. How about that? Oh, hang okay. on. Hang oh. on. Well we're already I'm on the East the Coast. Right? We're already we recorded this episode in Virginia, right? Yep. Right. <laughs> exactly. So we might as well from yep. here go to
2: London. You're, you guys are hiding your palm trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just this is the weirdest thing. I could totally swear we've had this conversation before. Hmm.
0: I don't know. All right. Well, this has been Magnum Podcast, but we'll be back from London uh, next time. But until then, uh, David J. Lohr, Philip Michaels. Bye, guys.
1: The bums lost, Lebowski!